You are listening to LDS and Loving Life, Episode 6, Competitive Comparisons. Are you a member of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and sometimes feel overburdened, discouraged, and generally not as happy as you'd like to be? If so, welcome. I'm Jordana Thiessen. I am a lifelong member of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and a certified life coach. I am here to help you use the gospel in the way that I believe it is meant to be used, to bring you joy. Let go of limiting beliefs that bring you down, and welcome empowering beliefs that lift you up. I'm so excited you're here. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast today. I'm really excited for it. I'm talking about comparing, and I've called it competitive comparisons, because we need to make a lot of comparisons in our lives and comparisons in and of themselves are not a bad thing. Comparing is a very useful tool that we have. Just as a quick example, say you have a child who is looking at a high school to attend and they are very musically inclined. It may be appropriate to compare different schools and get some research to see which one has the best music program. And then you would use that information to decide which school to have your child go to, right? So comparison isn't bad. It's just a thing that we do. However, we do often use comparisons in a competitive way between us and others. That ends up being unhealthy, unhelpful, and just all around not really in a way that helps us to become our best versions of ourselves. There is comparisons between ourselves, like our self today and ourself last week or a year ago or five years ago, right? And that's also not what my focus is going to be on today. My focus is comparing yourself to others. And there are two major ways that this comparison practice comes up. One is essentially coming down to, I am better, they are worse, or they are better, and I am worse. I am better, and they're worse. We are putting others down in order to lift ourselves up. They're better, and I am worse we are using someone else's accomplishments to put ourselves down. <clears throat> and so we, we create this, um, this inequality, this view of someone is better than someone else, and it reflects, like these types of comparisons that I'm talking about, then reflect the value and worth of a person where one is worth more and one is worth less. Where do we see these types of comparisons? We see it in our thoughts about other people and money, in church, in parenting, in our health and fitness, in achieving goals, in our businesses, in our sports, in our self-worth, such as our the way that we're dressing, our income, how righteous we are, our abilities and skills. 
And so if we put ourselves up on the pedestal and others down, so remember that's I'm better, they're worse, maybe this shows up in at church seeing someone whose child decides to leave the church and we think to ourselves, well, it's because of how they parented. I'm not going to make the same mistakes, right? We put an event connected to another person and make it mean something negative about that person. Maybe it's with, with money. They just aren't making good choices. They'll never be able to be financially secure because of their choices. Unlike me, who is making wise just decisions, right? And so maybe that's not exactly how you say it to yourself, out loud. And by out loud, I mean consciously to yourself. But when we dig at it, that's, that's what's happening when we compare ourselves to others, where it comes out with, I'm better, they're worse. Sometimes, like I said, we have the they're better and I'm worse. It's that I'm not good enough. I'll never be able to play piano as well. I'll never be able to make as much money, I'll never be as pretty as, I'll never be as spiritual as, I'll never be as healthy as, right? Where we're seeing what someone else has or that we think that they have and making it so that, or believing that we are incapable of that. And putting, again, because they have this thing or perceived thing, that that makes them better. And so when we are comparing, what does this look like? It looks like enmity. (laughs) It's that inequality where someone is always better and someone is always worse. And sometimes... Hey, this is a great thing where we can learn a little bit about pride. It can be easy to recognize that pride is putting ourselves higher than someone looking down. And then sometimes we'll call it humility when we see ourselves as lower than someone. But in President Ezra Taft Benson's Beware of Pride talk, he talks about the pride of looking up and this uh, an example that I found in myself and that I feel like I've made a lot of strides with and I'm still working on it, full disclosure. I'm not perfect at this by any means. But is to see something in someone else that I want, but since I don't have it, I try to justify my position and say that it's, better. So when I saw this with myself and, and money, right? Oh, well, it's actually better that I don't have this money. Like it means I'm more humble or something like that, which isn't true. And saying it out loud, (laughs) it was like, oh, well, that's really silly. But that was what was driving me for a really long time. And so you can see that in things like Some people have too much money. That person's just putting on a face. That person has never experienced what I've experienced. And so, of course, they're over, you know, 
at the ideal weight or health and fitness or money or prettiness, whatever it is. So sometimes we'll call it humility when we put ourselves lower, but really it's not. It's inequality because there's enmity. Since they have and I don't have, that means something about our worth or value or righteousness. And so sometimes we put ourselves down, but then tell ourselves that it's better that we're down. And so then that puts us up above them. (laughs) Hopefully that makes sense. And so why do we do this? Why do we compare? In a nutshell, I think it's because we're human and we have a natural man brain. And remember, the natural man thrives off of competition and winning and all of the things that stop us from becoming truly Christ-like. The natural man believes that there is limited worth and love and value, and so we need to compete for it. And so when we compare ourselves to others, and deem ourselves better than, we win. And so that actually creates a little bit of a dopamine hit. And we enjoy believing that we're really good or better and worth a lot. And so when we take that and put ourselves above others, we, we are believing that that other person doesn't get that love, that worth, that value. On the other hand, when we are comparing ourselves to others and we put ourselves down lower, our brain is actually looking for signs of danger all the time so that we know how to be safe. And so when we are lower than someone, our brain is offering, hey, here's a thing that you're deficient at. You need this in order to be safe. Then we're able, our brain thinks (laughs) we're able to then fix that problem as it sees it. So in order to fit in more, we need to be more, insert whatever it is, whether it be healthier, fit, rich, confident, right? We need all of those things in order to be safe. And so it's just a thing that we do. And I don't think we need to beat ourselves up for it, but I do think that there is a lot of value in recognizing when we are comparing Why? Why is there value in that? Well, let me share a little story with you about my dining room. It was, we have a light right above our table. And a couple of months ago, it was just so dark in my dining room. And the days were starting to get longer. And so I was confused. Like, it should be brighter in here, but it's dark in here. What is going on? We had had cloudy days. And so I could see, okay, yeah, the sun's not shining But still, this just seems so dark. And I would bring bring lamps in and need to have all of the other lights on. And then finally, one day, I thought to myself, I wonder if there's a light bulb burnt out. And I couldn't just initially tell, right? Because of the light fixture. And I hadn't looked really closely at it. Well, guess what? I looked in the light fixture and lo and behold a light bulb was burnt out. And I didn't think to check the light bulb for a really long time. So I had this symptom. It was dark in my dining room. And I couldn't fix it 
until I discovered the source of the problem, which was the burnt out light bulb. So how does this relate to recognizing when we are comparing ourselves to others? Well, maybe you are noticing some of the symptoms of it. Maybe you have uh, periods of time or maybe you're consistently just feeling down, pessimistic, unmotivated, unhappy, bitter, annoyed, smug, angry, resentful, right? Anything like that. Those are symptoms. Those are emotions that we feel and they come because of our thoughts. And when we're comparing someone or comparing ourselves to someone, that means that we are having thoughts about ourselves compared to someone else. Okay? So if you notice any of those feelings of being down, unhappy, pessimistic, bitter, smug, angry, resentful, you can ask yourself, am I comparing myself to someone? Or where am I comparing myself to someone? And when we ask that question, that's kind of like when I had the thought, I wonder if the light bulb is burnt out. I wonder if I'm comparing myself to someone. And so when we ask ourselves that question, we're able to find the source. I didn't think to check the light bulb until I had the thought it might be a burnt out light bulb. When you ask yourself, am I comparing myself to someone? That opens up the way for you to find out where you are comparing yourself to someone. And so then you can decide what to do. Once I discovered my light bulb was burnt out, I then had the option of changing my light bulb. But I didn't have the option of changing my light bulb when I hadn't looked to see if the light bulb was burnt out. So recognizing I am having thoughts where I'm comparing myself to others allows you the, the, the power, the opportunity to choose if you want to continue to keep that comparison thought or not. Hopefully that makes sense. So we... Once we recognize, yes, I am comparing myself to someone, whether it's making you higher than them or lower than them, you get to choose. Do I want to keep this comparison? Maybe you do. I don't know. I've noticed in myself that sometimes, as much as I hate to admit it, I actually kind of enjoy it sometimes. That doesn't mean I'm proud of it, but I recognize Okay, well, the actions that I'm doing kind of suggest that I want to go judge someone or compare myself to someone. Or maybe you're going to see or recognizing yourself, this is a goal I want in my life, and here's a person that I really admire. What are they doing that I can start doing to achieve that goal? Right? So there you're using a comparison to inspire yourself. But a competitive comparison would be, well, there's no way I can do it, (laughs) right? But 
But maybe you want to keep comparing. I don't know. It's up to you. But if you don't want to keep comparing because you're recognizing it's creating anger or enmity or bitterness or worthlessness, then you might choose to do something else. And so if you want to stop comparing, what can you do? First of all, I want to say, maybe accept that you are going to continue to competitively compare yourself to others. And our goal right now isn't to stop that. I think that's going to be a lifelong thing that we are working on, and that is okay. But there are some things that we can do to help be more intentional about not being so um, competitive in our comparisons. And the first and most important step really is to recognize it. Recognize that you are comparing yourselves to others. The second step is to have real, genuine curiosity. Now, what that looks like is possible from first recognizing that you are comparing. When I was getting ready to do this podcast, I had a plan of something to do, but it just wasn't sitting quite right is the thing that I wanted to do. And I was just really tired and feeling unmotivated, but I knew that I wanted to get this podcast done. But I noticed all of these thoughts that I was having about myself where I was putting myself down. I don't have all of the experience that this other life coach has. I don't have enough wisdom and knowledge here to be able to share something worthwhile. And then I just realized, oh, I'm comparing myself to other people. That's really interesting. I wonder why. And it just was a genuine curiosity. And this led really easily into my number three step, which is to open up. Sometimes as soon as we get curious and even just recognize that we're comparing ourselves to someone, that just naturally opens up our minds and our brains to seeing something new. And so for me, when I recognized I was comparing myself to others, I didn't even spend a whole lot of time in curiosity. For me in this instant, that was enough for my mind to offer something new. And guess what it was? That would make a great podcast episode. (laughs) I feel like I could talk about comparisons and have something worthwhile to say. But sometimes we do need to spend a lot of time in curiosity. And that's asking yourself, why? Why is this a problem that this person is doing this or that I'm not doing this or I don't have the ability to do this yet? So when you're just really openly curious about it, you can find some pretty amazing things. I want to share an example from a client that I got to coach where she was having this thought and it really was a a competitive thought where she was putting herself down. But and it's funny because we started off talking about window coverings. So this is what I love about coaching. You can bring what seems like the most mundane thing to a coaching session and then have it become this incredibly powerful empowering session. And so a thought that we discovered that she was having around these window coverings is 
I'll mess it up. And she was trusting another person's opinion over herself. And as we were just curious about that, we were able to, or she was able to tell me other places in her life where this thought of I'll mess up has been really prevalent. But then she opened herself up when I asked a question to poke holes is what we call it, to poke holes in this belief of I'll mess it up. So I asked her, what are some areas of your life where you have been successful? And the list of things that she told me was incredible. Some of the things were kind of simple where other people would have been like, okay, yeah, no big deal. But for her, they were such, such big deals and things that can be really hard and things where she turned her life around. And so this idea of poking holes, just opening yourself up to the possibility of something that is maybe the opposite of what you're believing right now can help inspire you to, to stop comparing and to be able to move forward with more love for yourself and for others. Because ideally, we're going to have equality between ourselves and others, where I'm really good at this and our worth is equal. This is an area that I'm pretty weak in and my worth is equal to the person who's really good at it where we have this feeling of unity and love and we're helping one another and encouraging one another rather than comparing ourselves and putting one person above and one person below. Step four really is to do steps one, two, and three over and over again. Just repeat it and practice. Keep recognizing when we're comparing. Be genuinely curious about it. And then to open up to the possibility of something different. The last thing that I want to suggest before I finish up is, is a thought that can be used as one of those things to help you poke some holes in, in current beliefs. And you can use this for yourself. You can use it for others. You can use it for your current self. You can use it for your past self. And it's, what if I'm doing my best? What if they are doing their best? What if I was doing my best? And just take a minute, maybe take one minute and just choose for the next minute. And you can set a timer. For the next minute, I'm going to believe that they are doing their best. Or for the next minute, I'm going to believe that I am doing my best. This is such a beautiful exercise and takes one minute if you decide to do it for one minute. That can help you find other thoughts that create love and unity with others. And that is just a really beautiful, simple thing that you can do now if you are ready to stop this competitive comparison in your life. That is what I have for you today. I would love to hear your thoughts. Send me an email at youarelimitlesscoaching at gmail.com if you have any questions or find me on Facebook. And I would love for you to share this with others or come book your one-on-one -on -one coaching so that I can help you navigate this world of trying to be less um, 
competitive in your comparisons with others. Thank you so much, everyone. I hope you have a really wonderful week. I will talk to you next time. Thanks for joining me today. If you found this episode helpful or interesting in any way, I would love for you to share it with others. Rate it and leave a review. I offer one-on-one coaching for people just like you. If you want a coach who values and understands how important your faith is in dealing with your personal struggles, I would love to be your coach. You can sign up for a try-it-out session today at youarelimitless.ca. See you soon.